Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek MovieCast, episode 479 of the decade. Woo! I'm going to host, host you. Let's guys. go! Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinsod. Let's do this, man. And I'm Tony excited. Fernandes. Everything is awesome. Yeah. Oh, uh, spoilers? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is um, part one of our of the decade for movies. Oh. Uh, we've decided to divide this up. Uh, into two episodes because we're gonna it's a lot it's a lot to cover doing top 10 lists for us now um it was also very hard to put these movies in order as we discussed off the air here uh we kind of give our own little um you know how we came up with uh the list like what we you know our criteria so to speak i want sure well i mean i i I went back for me i mean i composed all of my most memorable movies that i watched over the last decade and then even consulted Google by of the de- box offices of the decade, so I can scroll through all the box offices and like I'm, I wrote down movies. I'm like, oh, that was good, that was good, and I ended up starting to cross movies off the list. And then I was like, you know, once I got down to ten, it was arranging them in the order that I felt that my movies would fall. Now that order has changed weekly and daily as it did today. Uh, but it's but been the same ten this whole time. It's been the same ten for the last since since New Year's. My ten has been set. It just. Been in different yeah, words. I think I came up with like 15 movies right off the bat that I was like, all right, these are the movies. Now I just need to see about organizing them. But then like we talked about offline, like saying any of these 10 movies really could be in any of these 10 slots. It's like such a fine line between some of these. And yeah, you're talking about 10 for an entire decade. I think I have right. many movies come out. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I really wonder what we're going to have an overlap on these things. Now, guys, uh, listeners, I, I got to say that I'm not going to hold anybody accountable for spoilers here because it's of the decade. If you accidentally yeah. say something, I'm sorry, but yeah. just, just, it's another decade episode. Yes. Um, so, but I mean like, yeah, just, I don't know if we'll have a lot of overlap. We'll have some, clearly we've watched a lot of movies together. Uh, we like a lot of the same things. This is why we do a podcast for the last decade ourselves. Um, yeah. you know, so it's, crazy. it's like, yeah, yeah. This is why we're together on this podcast because we like a lot of the same things. So I'm sorry if there's a lot of overlap. I'm sorry if there's maybe there won't be. Maybe we'll be surprised. I don't know. I'm going to surprise people that one yeah, of them. We didn't get cons- yeah. We didn't consult each other. Like it's we come to this podcast. Yeah, we don't know each other's list with our list, are. and that's it. We don't know. That's we don't know. It. This yeah. is going to be revealed as we go. Uh, yeah. Mike doesn't even know his order. Mike is trying to figure <laughs> out the order as he goes. No. I mean, no, no. For the movies was easier because I could only think of about 15 that I cared really for. Would- yeah, that I saw. No, it's, it's, it's acceptable. <laughs> All right, guys, um, let, let's, let's get, get into it. it. Let's All do right. it. Let's do this. Number, this is ten through six. This is part one. We're doing ten through six of the movies right now. Uh, I'm going to kick us off with of the decade. Uh, this is so hard to put in. I'm setting this into stone now. Oh, I got ner- I, I don't know if my order's right. <laughs> oh I, no! Just okay. do it. Say it. Number Rock 10, it in, Spider-Man, Lock Spider-Man it. Homecoming. Ooh, nice. Ooh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number okay. ten. Um, I. Off air, uh, before Mike even joined on the podcast earlier, I was talking to, to Tony and Corey about how I had kick in my number 10 spot. And I looked at my list this this morning even, and I'm like, I had Spider-Man Homecoming written down. I'm like, I can't, despite, like, I love watching Kick-Ass. Like, I love that, like, watching that movie. Spider-Man Homecoming is a better movie. Like, it's a great movie. It's my favorite hero. And um, he's in the best form we've seen him. Up until... Uh, there's another form that we've seen him as, but you know, this was the best form uh, to make the list uh, for me at top ten. Uh, you know, Spider-Man Love Homecoming. Action Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I gotta Absolutely. say, man, the only I, the one thing I loved about the Morbius trailer was that it was in the Spider-Man universe and it has Michael Keaton in it as the Vulture. Clearly, uh, I thought it was like, not in the trailer, but he's in this movie, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. I just love that tie-in. I'm sorry. I know that I'm not hyped for Morbius that much, but. <laughs> I just like I love that tie-in here, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, this movie was fantastic. I mean, I was so worried as we had conversations over and over on our podcast about who the best Peter Parker <laughs> Spider-Man was, and I said you cannot count him because he has not been in it long enough. But he is the best Peter Parker Spider-Man we've ever gotten. Yeah, okay. and I can make that statement you, you without can't, a doubt. You can't argue that at this yeah. point. Yeah, no, I mean, I really love that movie. Um, spoiler, it, it didn't make my list, actually. Um, it, it was, actually- I, I, uh, I had to fight for it. I was like, oh, man. Um, but there's just some moments in, in this one that are just so iconic to me. Because, like, yeah, if we had honorable so- mentions, it would definitely make an honorable mention. But the two things that stand out for me... Yeah, the two things that stand out for me are um, 
the part where you know vulture uh the reveal like the reveal like that was like oh shit like i know who you are (laughs) yeah i know who you are plus that whole car like car ride scene is like one of the most intense moments yeah just like so well yeah yeah and there's like even like i think we talked about like the the red like the traffic like going red as soon as he realized and then it goes goes full villain right exactly yeah yep uh, but then the other moment is when, um, you know, character moment between him and, and Tony Stark where he fucks up after the um, the ship thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, give me the suit back. And he's like, but I need. And he's like, if you, you if you can't do this without the suit, then you don't deserve it. And I was just like, damn, like that's that's a Spider-Man that's learning decade, moment. the moments yeah. there. Yeah, right that's, there. that's it right yeah. there. Because, you know, uh, and that's the whole yeah. rest of the movie. He's He has to, you know, just do it on his own there. I mean, oh, obviously he has his power. Really but he doesn't capture... have the character in every aspect like and and the actor you know tom holland you have to just tip the hat man that guy's mm-hmm. like really embodied who he is as the character so yeah, yeah. i mean just no, the, the whole scene too because stuff. he's like if you cared you would be here and he just steps out of the iron man arm and you're like that was oh awesome. shit like you, know, <laughs> you fucked up like yeah you fucked up more. he's like i just want to be like you and he's like i wanted you to be better than me and it's like mm-hmm. damn like like I feel like I'm getting yelled at by my dad right now because yeah. it's like uh, okay, you yeah know. i love that i love that mix so yeah, it was great. That was my number 10. Um, mm-hmm. So, Mike, what was your number 10? My number 10 was Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. Did not make my list, but yes. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Um, and what's funny about this one was back when it came out, uh, obviously, yeah. don't know any of these characters whatsoever. And I was skeptical of it, but the way it worked, it was fun and action-packed, and it sort of sold me on the idea of Disney getting Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, I mean, maybe impact, this will work out. has a big effect on my list, like yeah. how it impacted me and and also like the zeitgeist. Yeah, and oh, yeah. also it also made Chris Pratt like a superstar. superstar. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I remember going into it because you know obviously Phase One was just you know the B list characters, and then but then they're like, oh, we're gonna drag out like C listers, and I'm like, Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. I'm like, I know like the gimmick of Rocket because he was in I think Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, really? Like they make a movie about this, and it's like, all right, there's a giant tree folk and a talking raccoon. And, <laughs> it was you know, a weird mix. Yeah, oh was... wow, yeah. And you're getting the guy from Parks and Rec, really? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. The guy from Parks and Rec, Dave Bautista. Like I had no faith that he was going to be able to pull yeah. that off. Yeah, get a, some wrestler to play like a leading role. Yeah, Come on. But he like nails the like the the comedic timing and like mm-hmm. just the the tone of voice where he's just like you know. Oh, yeah, he was great. On the scene. Nothing gets over my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. I, I, it was a, it was a great – I mean, the soundtrack. The soundtrack yeah. by itself. Oh, yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just – it was a great surprise movie for me that year. Like, oh, my God. I was like, wow, I cannot believe that was that good. Sort of co-opted Hooked on a feeling as, like, the theme of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, Batista, again, going back to Batista, I'm like, I did not – I mean, yeah, I know. Like, it I, I knew it before. Yeah. His character, but it worked. Yeah. And again, it's one of those things where, like, any, Perfect. like, so many Perfect things could have gone wrong. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So many things could have gone wrong with this, and it, yet it didn't. It, it succeeded yeah. in, yeah. despite all this other stuff. Like, if somebody had just on paper been like, all right, there's going to be a Marvel movie about Guardians of the Galaxy, Dave Batista, you know, talking uh, tree folk, some old music, like, I would have been like, I don't know about this, bro. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Good luck. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Tony, you're number 10. My number 10 was Toy Story 3. Ooh. Um, and I really thought about this. Damn. And like my boys have been like watching that over and over again. Yeah. Like Disney Plus, baby. <laughs> yeah. And what I have to say about this is, I mean, Toy Story 1 is probably like one of my favorite childhood movies of all time. Because mm-hmm. um, just even if, like aside from being an entertaining movie, like that was what really drew me into like 3D animation because it was like. It was the first. The first. Like, that really one. Yeah, nailed and, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Made it uh, believable at the time. Yep. Uh, but also, when Toy Story 3 came out, there was such a huge gap between 2 and 3. And I know we've talked about this a lot recently on the podcast, about how a lot of these sequels, even only like four, four-ish years out, are missing their timing. So when Toy Story 3 was announced and coming out, I was like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm, I'm happy, but it's been so long. But seeing that as an adult, like, it st- still gave me those same feelings because, you know, Andy had grown up and, mm-hmm. you know, left his toys behind. Um, I haven't left so many of my toys behind, but you know I, I can definitely relate to that feeling. But that ending, again, it's just so powerful. Where it's like that just punched me in the gut and stabbed mm-hmm. me in the heart at the same time. I was like the um, the tearing. The bird, like, I was the, like the garbage yeah. part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or the yeah, where like it, they just start holding hands. I'm like, yeah, yeah. This is happening. 
For yeah. me, that was nothing compared to just him giving away the toys. That was the really? part. Well, yeah, both no, of them. I mean, both the, 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 the thing is, it hits you twice because, like, you yeah. don't know that's coming, and yeah. so, and you yeah, think I, I, for I me, like, I, I was, I was, I was worried about the the garbage thing. I'm just like, oh, it's a nice little false peril. No, I mean, I, I, I was, I, the, it was, I, you knew they were getting out, but the fact that they they accepted it, that they were gonna yeah, that, go, and they were like, you know what, we're here, we're a family, we're together, it's okay. Like we're we're okay, we're gonna be okay because we're together, and that really got me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was I was definitely in tears in that at that moment, yep. and then again <laughs> when he gives them away. Yep, and it just you know it's it's funny that I mentioned that because I don't want to, but like Toy Story Four, like uh, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, it's 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 the I, it, yeah. I Toy Story Four was Toy Story Four prior because of that. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't want to be emotionally manipulated again. again. I felt like I don't think Ford was, had I that. Two was very similar to three as it was, but uh, yeah. yeah, I remember you mentioning that when it came out. But four I, after was, watching them back to back to back, as my boys are in love with Toy Story right now. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, I want to go they, back. I do want to go back and watch these. Now. They don't seem similar that much at all. Really, I want to go back and do the. You know, because I got Arya here, I can actually yeah. I can watch. Uh, I could go back and watch it. There's we so, actually never watched the ending of four because we had that issue at the theater. So, oh, wow. uh, yeah, we still have the last five minutes to watch that movie. Shitty so. issue. Yeah, so, uh, it's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a shitty memory there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, all, right. all right, Corey, you're number ten. All right, um, I'm just gonna do a little gym here and <laughs> and just say, Fast and Furious franchise is not on my list, and I love that franchise. <laughs> it's not on mention. my list. I cannot make. I cannot believe it did not make your list. I was ready. Yeah, to write I thought Fast 10. Seven definitely was gonna make your list because I, no, I thought you I, loved that. If movie. I was gonna put one, it'd probably be five, just because. Uh, oh, Fast Five. That's right. Yeah, but um, it didn't make my list. Uh, this spot is a combo spot because it's Avengers slash Endgame Avengers. Okay. Ten. You go on like, like Infinity Avengers War Saga? or. This, uh, the Avengers as a series, the Avengers movies. You Avengers oh. together, and that's oh, what okay. I did later. I did that later as well. Um, uh, I, couldn't just I, pick, would... I couldn't. I couldn't have Avengers and then Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity. Well, I couldn't do them all. Like it's just, they they took up my tenth slot for me. Uh, and uh, I think if I was going to pick one, I'd put Avengers the first one. If I was going to put a gun to my I head, I'd be like, all right, the first Avengers is going to be it. But I I couldn't leave Endgame off of my list because. The impact that had on on society, like, sure, yeah. <laughs> and this like it capping it. So I wanted the first Avengers and the Endgame, like this, like you know, the bookends here. Uh, and yeah. I want to just talk, like, because they, you know, they changed the game as far as what I you mean, it, expect and what you it are. established like this team that you didn't think could right. ever work how like you, on screen. How you can bring these these characters together and make it work, and then how you can you know complete. We talk about this with Star Wars, like. How you end something is just as not more important than how you. It's not start. how you start. It's always how you finish. <laughs> but oh, like, yeah. and so like, just like they was what they did there is uh, is a miracle, and um, so it's yeah. it, that's that's on my my tenth slot. And I mean, I, I feel it's gonna be on it, people's. It, it's gonna be higher. I did yeah, what you did, but later on, and and we will discuss that tonight later on for us for me. Um, so if you get an idea of where that is on my list, so that's but, my uh, number ten. Yeah. All right, my number. Oh, my phone turned off. Number nine, uh, Deadpool. Mm. Uh, Deadpool. I yeah, almost made my list, but yeah, it's up there. Okay, so yeah, Deadpool. Uh, for me, like a lot. And I'll, my my list has, I guess, this kind of thing, like with the Avengers as well. Uh, rated R, superhero mm-hmm. movie. Like, it worked. Holy shit, it worked. Uh, yeah, especially, it. especially with my feelings of the X Men franchise at that point in time. I'm just like, because it's to me, it was dead. It, yeah. it was dead to me. I don't care. Uh, and he even made fun of that in the, yep. in the movie. And I, yep. and I love that about this movie. The meta commentary is just yeah. amazing. So uh, I just I, there was multiple times in this movie in the theater that I was laughing out loud. And it's very very rare. Right actor yeah. at the right time with the right you know the timing was perfect to do that. So. Like in a, in a theater like even when I see comedies in a theater I chuckle. Yeah. But when mm-hmm. I'm actually like laughing, like it's very rare for that to happen, and that's like a good mark of like a really fun movie for me. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Uh, it was so fun. Uh, I've watched it multiple times. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't own the second one. If that makes it any like I own a lot of movies. I never bought the second one. I didn't hate the second one, but this was so yeah. good. This movie. Yeah, no, I mean, um, first one is just, you know, it, absolutely, it's funny. I, I will say that without a doubt. Like that is probably 
my comedy of, of the decade now yeah. that i think about it that's what i'm um, saying like it's so that's why it's on my list that's why yeah. mm-hmm. but i mean even at its core when you like strip it down to like the actual story and stuff like it, it's a very serious story if you want to look at it from that, that view about you know man getting cancer and doing yeah you know experimental trial to just beat it and you know uh, i think i said on the podcast but when he it's a um, love story yeah, it is a love story. But when he's in the doctor's office receiving that news for the first time, and he monologues, I think, or, or says out loud, oh, yeah. which of the, he's like, you know, I'm hearing all this stuff about, you know, this she's got thing. She's plans. asking questions, yeah. and I'm just thinking about how much time I have left with her, and it's just like that's, nope. it, that's deep. Yeah, it's, it is like yeah, it's, it's one of the feels. I mean, it, yeah, it does. It was definitely a Valentine's Day movie. You know, it came out on Valentine's. Yeah. It was, uh, and it was, like they were so good together too. Like the actors were. Oh, they had great, good, chemistry. great chemistry. Yeah, absolutely. and. Uh, and even though the villain was so weak, it's still like he Deadpool carried this movie so much oh, that it didn't, he didn't need a villain. Yeah, he it, was, it was that good. He didn't need a villain. So yeah. and Colossus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Colossus was fun, incredible. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Mike, you're number yeah. nine. Uh, my number nine, almost read from the wrong list. Uh, is Disaster Artist. Ooh, yeah, uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, so <laughs> as you know, a few years back, I discovered uh, the Room. Yes, and shared it with Ashley. And uh, I thought this would be higher on the list, honestly. <laughs> you know, I mean, because honestly, it wasn't as fun as actually watching the bad movie it's based mm-hmm. on. But yeah, I think it's, yeah. So, but I like obviously this was like Oscar nominated, and uh, I don't know if it won for something. I'm not sure, but it just it added like some heart and humanity to uh, basically the story of someone who went way in over his head. And it was kind of silly, and, but it, it made him sympathetic, and it, it was a uh, was a good a different perspective. Yeah, yeah, and um, but it was nice because, like, I don't know, when you like research this guy a little bit, like at first you're like, oh, this guy, Tommy Wiseau, this guy, he must be a narcissist. He thinks he can do things he can. He's bossing people around. Where did he get his money from? He's probably part of the mafia or something. Hmm. <laughs> like that's your initial reaction, and then like you, you see him and. He, I recommend seeing the Tommy Wise show on YouTube where someone like wrangled him into like uh, playing video games and reacting. And he's really funny actually um, as a slightly uh, contained version of himself, which is here at the very end of this movie as a cameo. Um, But like, he's actually, he ends up being lovable despite the fact that he made like a movie that (laughs) is laughably bad, but in a way because it was so bad, it was still something good because it's just so funny and like it's gained this cult following and it's an interesting story about like failing but not <laughs> at the same Failing time. up, baby. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, and it was a fun. It was a good ad- adaptation, I think, and it's based on a book written by his friend, who's uh, also in the movie, uh, Greg Sestero. So cool. It's very interesting. All right, Tony, you're number nine. Number nine was John Wick. Um, mm-hmm. That is just when I think about. I, I try to represent, you know, as many the different genres, genres, genres yeah. as I could. Um, but there were some that were just weak for the decade, in my opinion, and stuff like that. But I had to represent action, uh, and this was like the quintessential action movie, I believe, of of the decade. Um, eh, arguable. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm open to being wrong. No, I, like there, I don't know about that. There, I, this is. This is on my list a lot higher. Um, but yeah, it's one of those movies where like I've seen it and it's just like holy shit, like edge of my seat kind of things. I still remember because I saw like I remember I think Corey, you had talked about it first, and I was hanging out with Happel one, one night and he's like, Oh yeah, I just got um John Wick and John Wick Two on, on Blu-ray. I was like, Oh shit, like I wanna do um see that. And he's like, Oh, you wanna watch? Like I was like, Oh, I don't know about watching both of them, but you know, I'll definitely watch the first one with you. So we watched the first one. I was just like, "Holy shit!" And like, he could he could verify that for me. I was just like, "Holy shit! Holy shit!" Like, you know, that kind of thing. And as soon as the first one over, was like, "Put that second one in!" Like, right? <laughs> like, I need to see this one. In my opinion, the second one's not as good, but like, it's still yeah. amazing. But the first one's just like perfect revenge story, just kind of like fucking shit up. And Keanu Reeves, my boy, and just mm. the dedication he had to like really learning. You know. Um, yeah. No. Pra- pra- like again, the practical stuff like. 
getting mm-hmm. the actors to actually be doing the of stunts and doing the effects and stuff instead of stand-ins and stuff it really makes a difference and yeah the I training mean, that he put into it shows on camera the, the action and people keep asking me if i'm back the yeah. baba yaga yeah exactly i'm thinking so, i'm back thank you and, the, and like, the, the lore behind the continental yes. and all stuff yes is like, oh. there's like a whole something they could, they're, they're spin-offs yes. they're gonna do for this because yes. it's such a big society of uh, assassins and just you know john wick being that like king of the like uh, in that world baba yaga you know what i mean it's it's just like i think what the first one did the best though is that that was like it was just a mystery of what all that was behind it like you know they just kind of teased it that was really nice and then once they kind of opened it all up it wasn't as like the mystique was kind of gone i think that's why the other ones were a little bit on the lesser side i thought two was pretty good i obviously didn't like three as much i mean the action sequences across the board were incredible for that movie Uh, that's why it's it's higher on my list as well i I give that up right now that's why i don't mind talking about it right now it will not it will not make this show, uh, but uh, <laughs> I will talk about it later. Um, in fact, you, we're going to split hairs at the end of this episode for me, but whatever. We'll talk. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I did like. I agree with you. I mean, it's that action movie that. I mean, Keanu Reeves just is. is yeah, you it's think he's, he's back? He's yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, that line with him being yeah, back was like yeah. perfect for it. Because yeah, like, yeah, exactly. he's, he's back in a yeah, big way. Back. And that was like, yeah, that really did bring him back. I mean, and that, just like, like all like, you know, double tapping everybody was just like, yeah. Yes, I mean, I love that. I mean, he's <laughs> that house sequence. He's just like professional. Like he's dead, but let's just make sure he's dead for yeah. for real here. There's no and then nobody's getting the up cleaners back. come and it's yeah. like, oh, are you back? Dinner like, party for twelve. <laughs> yeah, party. I love that whole. Or thing the police like, officer the when he comes, he's like, hey, John, uh. Check it out. He's like, oh yeah, yeah disturbance, don't... little noise, uh, complaint. He's like, don't uh, yeah, you're back at work. He's like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> don't uh, don't fuck with somebody's dog, you know. Yep. So, um, uh, Corey, you're number nine. My number nine is Inception. Ooh, that so, high up? Wow. Uh, Inception, I think, is a fantastic film, and I'm sure it's going to oh, be on a list. Or, absolutely. Me, this, this to this day, the... Corey, we can argue about the ending. This to this is... day. This is for me on why uh, I don't like watching movies out of the theater. I saw this at home and it just didn't have that impact on me. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, no, I, 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 just I, like, I, I right, can understand that. Movie. Like, I think it's funny because Gravity is not on my list, and Gravity is probably one of the I most. I thought Gravity would make your list. Sorry, alert! It's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was the one of the best movie theater experiences I've ever had, and but it, it doesn't hold up in at home. It does. Know. It does okay at home. I watched it at home. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't know if it was like but that's where you need a good sound system. Like oh a good yeah, absolutely. System. And and the um, 3D is actually really good in that. But, yeah. but we're talking about Inception. Inception, Inception yeah. is my number nine, and uh, I had to. Like, you can't like overlook what Nolan has done here as far as like just blowing people's minds at the time. Like oh, there yeah. was no, nothing absolutely. like this. It yeah. was um, you know rotating walls and just like. The, the whole the, you know even the image of the the, the city like folding yeah, up on itself yeah yeah uh, it was it was it's amazing icon. it's a and just like again like the world building was so good mm-hmm. in this with uh, yeah how yeah, they just, like another mystery of like oh like mm-hmm. architects and engineers and like right and how free, they behave, like, like, like yeah uh, I also I love the scene with uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett and Ellen Page and they're like oh, kiss he gives her a kiss like what was that for it's like oh it's whatever yeah. <laughs> Just doing yeah. It but yeah, no, it's like so cool. And then just the concept of you know, you know, going deeper into someone's dreams and going Even deeper into the mind, yeah. and the kick and whatever. You know, it's like everybody was quoting that stuff, like yeah. everybody at the time. So I mean, um, just, again, like I said, it had one of the most argue argument like ar- arguable endings. It left well, so right. controversial. controversial, controversial. Yeah, yeah. like of what actually happened, and it's just like. Yeah, and we both you can watch interpret it. Yeah, you can, you can interpret it in so many want. different ways, and like, and it really rewards multiple viewings. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you can you find new things every time you go through and watch it. Yeah, like that first one is it's almost like so much of a shock. You're just like, like obvious, you know. I consider myself smart, but like even I kind of started, I was like, the, I was like, oh, like wait, what? Like it's a little weird because you you have to like juggle like the different dream layers because they're right. they constantly like jump back and, and then forth. it's like, like a battle of what you want and then what you like know right. from the rules right like, exactly the movie that they created and like you're like ah and then it just cuts it off and you're like what no yeah. like it's just no. as soon as you started to understand everything like yeah. nope, like a kick and it's like the yeah. new thing but yeah i mean it's just such a, an amazing movie and it's an original thing like absolutely 100 original idea which is just so rare you know as we you know progress you know further and further into the timeline here and just 
Um, yeah, Christopher Nolan. That's my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, it was a 2010 yeah, movie, right? That was 2010. Yeah, 2010 just made the decade, right? Kicked off the right decade. at the beginning of the decade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so cool. Uh, yeah, we'll cover that a little later too. <laughs> decade of deep porns. All right. Um, my number eight, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, mm. <laughs> love this, love this movie. I mean, I can't believe you guys. I, unlike Corey with his Fast and Furious stuff, I'm following through with my fa- my Planet of the Apes. Uh, I I really enjoyed the even the Charlton Heston movies, but this was a completely Mark, different Mark style Andy, movie. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a completely different style movie. I mean, Caesar uh, Andy Andy Circus, all right, Andy Circus, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was um, he was remarkable to bring that character to life uh you know an animated ape uh to give like you know human emotion out of it yeah the motion capture was incredible uh the story was amazing uh james franco was great in this and i don't really like james franco and i thought he was great in it uh you know you get great performances you really feel for the 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 apes in the fall of uh you know and and not well i guess a little bit of the fall of humanity but you kind of understand that story part of it but like just even what you're going through into the impression uh, oppression and stuff uh, even like the, in the whole series i felt like all three of the movies that, that he came out with matt reeves who which is why i'm very excited for the batman by the way uh because like you get this emotion and this overarching thing of like um you get multiple stories in the story so you get like society and you get the fall of society but you also have the side of the humanity and like you have to feel for them as well because while they were jerks and you know asses they are about to be extinct in this series, uh, you know, at some point, and or, or you know, completely change, and then it's a power flip, and you know, it's just like I love this entire saga, but the first movie itself, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, reestablished that, and um, that's why it's on my list. I, I mm-hmm. try to single out the movies, the ones that like started it. Uh, you know, for me, like I said, like you know, the Avengers for me is coming up at some point here, uh, but this movie is is the start of it so it's like i had to make it it had to make my list my decade list i love watching all three of these movies so mike number eight uh my number eight is uh into the spider-verse oh number eight yeah i know it's probably higher for you guys i i like that it's just not like you know mind-blowing to me i didn't really love i know that the animation is part of what went for it but i don't know the lower like frames sort of bugged me a little bit but uh i it was a fun movie it had a different take on spider-man different spider-man characters i loved older peter parker and uh the little bait and switch kind of one more time one more time i love that whole thing okay let's do this one more time (laughs) and uh it was just a, a good movie it came out of nowhere kind of a surprise no one expected this like animated movie and we so, all heard about it. I was like, whatever. Like, yeah. Sony Animation's going to do some stupid Spider-Verse movie. But, yeah, it was great. It made, it made Miles Morales, like, interesting. And it got a lot of different uh, stuff, really, just about Spider-Man on it, from a different angle. And uh, it was pretty cool, so. Yeah, and no, I completely agree. It is, spoiler, it's on my list as well at some point. And uh, this movie completely blowed my mind. I was like, I was shocked at how... Well done, they did uh, the story. Um, the animation was just some of the best animation I've seen ever. And I love the like the fact that they brought comic book aspects from uh, the pages to the screen in believable and ways that made sense. And just I, I love this movie so much. So, yeah, you'll see it higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will. <laughs> so, um, all right, Tony, number eight. Uh, mine was a movie I haven't really talked about too much on the podcast, but uh, it's the Social Network. Oh, okay. really? I don't think yeah, I've ever watched that. Uh, that you, movie? What? You have not seen this movie? I don't think Dude, I've seen you it. need to yeah. see this. Uh, like, Jesse yeah. Eisenberg and Andrew Garfield, man. I don't, I don't like either of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, dude, dude, don't get me wrong. I don't like either of them either. But this movie was just like perfect for them actually yeah. in those roles because like you just want you just want to hate them all. Yeah, just, I mean, you want to hate them all. Like when that came no, out, I know, I know, like, dude, I know. I hate Jesse Eisenberg even more now, and I hate Andrew Garfield for destroying Spider Man. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, uh, oh, no, it's a fantastic is film. Yeah. It is. It, it really He's is. Bad. I would absolutely recommend it. Um, it's a great I mean, story too, just like you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be anybody well, in the story, you know, other than like one of the rich fucks. But um, yeah, it's just it, it's just one of those um, 
it's crazy that it's based on reality, obviously. And, mm-hmm. you know, they take some liberties, I'm sure, with it. But, like, at the core, it's a movie about, you know, just some asshole dude, bro, tech, you know, smart asshole just uh, <laughs> getting what he wants. And bros just... go together? Dude, bro, tech guy. Yeah. There were some dude bros. I don't yeah, know there, if there's some... Zuckerberg's a dude bro, though. He's not... Uh, no, maybe he's not a dude bro, but there are uh, other the nerd douchey, bro. Yeah, the nerd. He's a nerd bro. There you go. But um, just how he interacts and he, just the whole concept of how like, awkward Facebook. he is too. Like right, Jesse Eisberg awkward. was born to play this character. Yeah. In this movie. Um, but yeah, just the it's so interesting, and especially I think if you saw it now, because like whenever this came out, you know, Facebook was popular, but it wasn't like almost like essential for anything these days, you know, whether you're business or uh, a celebrity or personality or a company, whatever you have to have a Facebook page. Um, so it was interesting to see back then, but to watch it now, and I, I think I want to do it actually because of this list. I was like, Oh, I have this. And I haven't even like watched it, it probably since it first came out and stuff like that. But um, just the way they frame him as a person uh, and even the ending is just like, Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Like um, and without spoiling, cause you know, that's, I think a part of it, but uh, yeah, it's a really good movie. All around, cool. No, I, I, um, yeah, this is it's a great film. Great film. Yeah, yeah. Based on reality, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, Corey, number eight. My number eight is Deadpool. We talked about. Hey, Deadpool, nice crossover. Yeah, we do have a lot of overlap. (laughs) No way. Uh, but yeah, so I just you know more just real quick. Um. Loved Ryan Reynolds in this role. I think that is amazing how it, this came to, to like to be like, you know, like oh somebody yep. leaked some footage. And, like, oh look at this, we're let's make a movie. And uh, what they did with the fifty million dollars that they were given is amazing. I think that um you know right time, right place for these guys. And yep, that perfect. meta commentary about like oh like I left the gun in the car, so I have X amount of bullets is like yep. that was that that's how much budget they had like to do exactly. like, six bullets or <laughs> and, uh, and then, unfortunately like, T J miller like before he like had this crazy whatever meltdown oh, that's or whatever right. he yeah. did it's yeah. like he was fantastic in this movie too which he was um, great yeah you know it's uh what's weasel or whatever in, his name was he in the second movie yes yeah um and then you know the baby hand i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's uh i think that changed the game for rated r comic book movies absolutely yeah mm-hmm. i mean that's yeah it showed what we was wouldn't possible. have logan or joker for this movie oh, yeah. exists. yeah Absolutely yeah, not. Absolutely not. I mean, it also showed that superhero movies could come out sometimes outside of summer and fall. I mean, well, it came it out was February. It, Valentine's it's Day. It's one Valentine's of Day. the uh, first sort of like alternative superhero movies, really. Like, in a way, a Spider Verse is an alternative superhero and movie. And it's crazy because Ryan Reynolds is not a, like, I wouldn't call him like a necessarily unknown. You know, obviously he's been in a lot of stuff, but like, when you see Brian Reynolds, you think Deadpool now. Like he he embodies that character. Like Downey embodies Ryan. Yeah, Man. absolutely. That's, that's his character, and and I mean he pulled for that character, loved that character. He yeah. wanted that movie to be made for forever. years, years and yeah. years. And, it's and like, I think that's what you know, makes it so We weird. kept saying like, oh, it's never gonna happen because like after like you know Wolverine or uh, Origins or whatever, it's like yeah. oh, it's gone. Like he had yeah. his moment. He had his chance. Was, yeah. He has chance, and it was just fucked it up. Terrible. Yeah, yeah it's just, mm. I mean not 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 that his fault. You know, I'm sure he didn't you know want any of that, but. Yeah, you know. Oh, it's great, and I love that they. Uh, you know, obviously we're not talking about Deadpool tool, but I love that they play that joke in the Deadpool toys. They doing the no. sort. Of, <laughs> it's like, I was like, yo, these full bullets. Yeah, yeah. No, it was great. Um, number seven. Number seven for me is the Avengers. Um, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I, I mean, I write it a little higher than you. Uh, but it, it, and I guess you can lump them all in here because it's not like I'm going to show like Endgame is not going to be on my list later and. Obviously, it, I, I just wanted to put it in as the mm-hmm. the saga um, because, again, it's like we've said that how many times in the podcast? All of this had so much that could fail uh, and gambling like crazy that you put these guys on screen with trying to split the screen time. Just directing that mess is got to be crazy. Uh, and yet it all works. It works great. Uh, they work as a team. Uh, and the characters, you get every one of their personalities in these movies. Uh, I remember the first movie was, I mean, just remember the, the fear from Black Widow, you know, mm, Scarlett Johansson the with the Hulk. Remember yeah. that? Like, mm-hmm. you forget about that. The and it's just like, yeah. that, chase, that was so good. We talked about that forever. And I'm like, that this movie has to be in my top ten of the decade. It's just, 
Yeah, definitely. You know, like, the, the, it was masterfully crafted, the whole, yeah. you know, all the movies, like you know, all, we talked about before, yes. bringing these movies out, getting these characters, you, and now you have an understanding of these characters, and now you put them in a movie together and see how they interact and let them play in that sandbox. It's like, oh. Yep. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Yeah. Um, Mike, your number seven. My number seven <laughs> is Winter Soldier. Nice. Um, yeah, so... Again, like I, you might see a reoccurring theme about sort of alternative superhero movies here. This was a decade of superhero movies, but every time it like sort of broke from the formula a little bit, that's when it made me interested. And uh, this one pretty much did. It was a second Captain America movie, and uh, obviously it flipped uh, the universe, which seemed like a larger universe at the time, and it, it did affect Agents of Shield. Um, but the Russos on the map, man. Like- yeah. It flipped it on its head a little bit, and it it went for a more kind of a slightly more serious like spy thriller version of a superhero story, and uh, really got uh, some more character development to mm-hmm. modern modern day Captain America. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I mean, Captain yeah. America, cool. I mean, Captain America yeah. was a stupid cow, like Boy Scout, yeah. like yep. goody two shoes, and they made him cool in this. Like, yeah, that's that's I remember saying it on this podcast that, for for Winter yeah. Soldier that they took a character that was. Just a prop, uh, a relic from propaganda, World War Two, and actually made him not only relevant but cool. And you know, like he he uh, symbolizes the ideals of America, but it's not like he's blindly just following like the country or the government or whatever like that. It's it's more the ideals, and it's like to me that was super cool. And this movie, kind of like Mike said, just flipped the script and made me go from like, oh, Captain America one was, yeah, I, I enjoyed that was cool pop was, like was, this was just like okay, yeah. This is like oh shit! Like so many good moments. Like um, the the best is the elevator. Like that whole elevator oh, yes. action sequence, getting out of the. Anybody um, want to get off? The, <laughs> Before we the start. Skeleton. Yeah. Before we start, does anybody want to get off? And it's just like that whole action yep. sequence, and then when like he jump, like he breaks out of the elevator and like just like uses the shield. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, and then the bike and taking out the helicopter. It's just like holy. The way fuck. you use like, the yeah. shield, like yeah. they, 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 that's amazing. Uh, yeah. The. You know this part on the bridge when you know the Winter Soldier is chasing down Scarlet Witch, or Scarlet Witch, Jesus, <laughs> um, Black Widow. Yeah, and like that sequence is amazing. Uh, so there's so many great uh, moments, and then I mean, the, obviously the, shootout, the overall shootout. impact this movie had on the MCU itself. Oh, yes. Yeah, and absolutely. The, the like ripple effects into Agents of Shield. It just turned Agents of Shield into a whatever. It's like okay, show into the uh, must watch. Like I, I you know, wasn't watching that show the, until this this movie. Until so, this movie, uh, yeah, no, it's this movie is is my favorite Marvel movie. So um, yeah, it's yeah overlap. <laughs> we'll talk about it again. We'll, sure. we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean it's it's lower on my list because compared to some like it's a little less spectacular than mm-hmm. some other movies. Yeah, I just so, love yeah. the story of this one. Like it was so good. Like the I thought the action sequence, sequences were good, but I thought that the yeah, and you the take twist, a character story who has like all these resources too, and then take them all away. It's like how yeah. are you going to survive without any of these resources behind I'm you? I'm not trying to poke fun right now at DC, which is a barren it's, wasteland it's, it's of my laying, list. Low hanging um, fruit, Jim. I'm not. Yeah, I'm just saying that like Tony said it best. I mean, you took a character that in your mind was like one dimensional, uh, you know, American hero character and made him entertaining and interesting. And DC's failed to do that with their number one character, Superman. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're very similar. They're very similar in ideals yeah. and everything that they, they represent. They're and very they made one a hero and then they made the other one like a, very like, similar. Oh, what was me? Like, how am I supposed to survive in a world? My life sucks. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, so awful. That uh, they went the other way. So anyways, all right, Tony, you're number seven. Seven um, is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and yep. I, I thought about this a little because uh, I wanted Spider-Man representation on this, and yeah. I, I could make a case for any of the Spider-Man movies. But m- the way I, I looked at this list was experience, um, and I think objectively or subjectively, maybe both. Um, I think Homecoming is probably my favorite and best movie overall. But in terms of the- theatrical experience, being Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse was just mind-blowing and this i think fantastic I, I just because of the animation style and i know Corey, you know that's one of the things that you love talking about the most which i agree with which is like that unique style of like this comic book animated like you know grainy like i don't know i don't know how to describe it really well it, mm-hmm. if you've seen the movie you know what i'm talking about but it just captures the essence of a comic book in animated form um and it just juggles this like awesome idea of like hey how can we introduce miles morales to 
the greater public now, but still like get people who are like, oh, well, I, I want to see classic Spider-Man, but also introduce Spider-Man noir, um, you know, uh, Spider-Ham, like all these characters. It's oh, yeah. like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? Um, and again, one of those things, kind of like Guardians are saying, like so many things could have gone wrong. Like I'd written this movie off because you know, I, I lost faith in Sony Pictures at that time. Uh, but it made me a believer, and I'm just uh, I'm really happy for it. Uh, I love everything, the soundtrack, the animation, um, that sequence. I think Corey, you know, if you, it's on your list, you'll talk about it. But when he breaks away from the building at the end, when he finally believes himself, and he's just like falling down, like that's an iconic moment to me. Absolutely, um, and the music so good. Was, yeah. I mean, the, just the visuals in that entire movie were incredible, and this, the music was great. I mean, the visuals were so memorable. I like think, that's yeah. all you can the think about. Visu- like visually about and colors. like the sound design, like yeah. all that together, just like but it told but it told a great story it told a great story it had great moments i mean like the whole thing where it's like hey like (laughs) it's it's awesome you know it's like i I just think that i mean yeah i I, kingpin was a little weird looking but yeah that's that's my biggest criticism is like kingpin was like too cartoon it's like all right but i mean it's such an awesome movie and i can't wait for the sequel so just give me more of it all right uh cory number seven my number seven is the raid oh Nice. I thought uh, we'd be we talk about action martial arts film. This is probably the most the quintessential martial arts film in my movie, like modern. Like obviously that you got you know your your older Jack Chan, Bruce Lee type of stuff. But um, to me this is like the mo- modern quintessential martial arts film. Yeah. And the idea of what it is, you know, just the guy going up a, 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 a building, just this, trying to get to the top floor. It's like let, a video game. Let's call it what is Corey. There's like a video. Yeah, like I was gonna say, it's, it's a video yeah. game. And, and I'm gonna piggyback with you here because this is my number six. But so I'm gonna oh, piggyback oh, with you. Here. Um, go on, keep going. Though. Yeah, no, and so it, just him like climbing each level, is like you know, the same thing, getting tougher and tougher. The action sequences, yeah, the it was so choreography. Again, yeah, like, yeah. like oh, it, they had like boss battles, the clear floor essentially. It was mm-hmm. like it was like so much like a video game. I love that aspect of this movie, but you know, keep going. Yeah, so. no, and same thing. It's just, and the it's the direction was really well like done for this like for a martial arts film. There was like story behind it too. Like sometimes you get you lose that here, and I feel like that there was like a, like a story that. Yeah, it was, it was decent. It was, didn't decent need to story. be there. It was, it yeah. The thing is, it didn't even need to be there because of how good, like, every sequence was. And they the just act. went right into it. But though. it made, it like, made they got you into this better. building quick. They got yeah. you in that building so quick, too. It was like, yeah, and boom, get in there. Some of these actors and characters that um you, you don't see you know later on in different movies, and you're like, oh, man, like, oh, I remember them in the raid. It's like, this is amazing, and this is, uh, I mean that's the thing. Like you got him, you get him in uh, the uh, the Force Awakens. Uh, yeah, you get Force Awakens. The, they're in that. Yeah, but yeah, just um, just uh, yeah, I love this as a as a martial arts film. This is uh, my favorite of the decade, and I wanted to make sure. It yes, was on. Uh, and I agree with you. That's why it made my number six because as a martial arts film, it is incredible. Uh, you know, I rank felt every like action sequence too like you felt like the, yeah. the pain and like the, the hits every time they felt yeah hard. i mean this was a tough decision between five and six and i'm not going to get to my five right it has been said on this podcast already uh but it was very I, these are the i flip these two constantly because i'm splitting hairs between how much i enjoyed these two movies mm-hmm. uh um but the raid was like I would never have watched it had you had both of you had recommended it. Tony, I think you had said talked about it in the podcast and Corey afterwards. And then I'm like, okay, I have to check this out. And I'm like, this is incredible. The actions, I mean, just the fight sequences by themselves. Just forget the story, forget mm-hmm. the forget the whole thing. Just by itself, they were that good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like if you took, I mean, the story's there, and no, for no, martial arts movie, I'd say well, it's actually yeah, pretty good. But good, if you exactly. were to just take the clips of all the fight sequences, I would still just watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Like I could watch that. Movie. That's yeah. my point, and that's why it's like number six for me because it's like it, it, it's such a because it, it still had a cool, a good, a pretty good story uh, it was good but, enough for what this movie was and like yes. again it wasn't like you weren't there for the story you were there for the action and yeah and it's like you still hard get to imagine to it, these people are doing these things you know yeah. it's like, you still get like, attached to it. you're like oh man you get, you're rooting for them you know it's like it's just uh you know it's just uh they get that even though you it, it's such a quick establishment of what they're going through this it, why they're going through this um it, it, it i just have to give these actors so much credit because yeah like, the, they they really get you that information fast and good like they you know i mean they deliver it so choreography yeah. is just amazing the choreography the choreography bites like you said these people are like a group now they're like a team i forget what they call them but they're uh they're a team of people like you you cast them as a group they're now. in john wick uh 
John Wick 3. They're John Wick 3. A couple of them, yeah. Yeah, they're in John Wick 3 at the end. Uh, the Glass Room, they're the Mark mm-hmm. Dacascus group. Yep, they're uh, in Force so, Awakens, too. So. And they're in Force Awakens, yep, and on the uh, the ship. I mean, you'll notice very similar people there. Um, and because they're a group of martial arts that, that, martial artists that, like, choreograph these fight sequences, and they're so good at it that they brought them in for multiple things. They brought them in to fix things. I mean, I think they tried to fix, um, I'm trying to think what show they brought them in to try to fix. It was recent. But... They brought in those, these showrunners to try to fix like mm. bad action sequences in a show, mm. uh, because it was. But that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's such a impactful movie for the for the decade that it, for me it had to be. You know, seven and six, same area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. If Tony, yeah. did it make your list? I'm not trying. It does. To. Well, it's not it's spoiler. It, it, spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does. I just I figured it would make his list. I'm shocked we haven't heard it yet. So I'm like, oh, okay, really, really like that. I can't wait. So no, I, yeah, we'll I did later. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it later. But like, the thing I would have to say is like, um, I mean, martial arts movies overall kind of like died down. Um, yeah. Obviously, like, they just weren't popular anymore. Um, and to see this kind of like resurgitated, um, like my interest and my passion for it, because it's one of the things that like, I'm trying to think like the last pure, you know, martial arts movie that I enjoyed that much, and it was either. Matrix, which I would classify, or um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which were you know. Well, they got the Ip Man. Right. I didn't realize right. that. Too. The Ip Man, yeah, yeah, the Ip Man yeah. movies were pretty good, but like this just was hands and shoulders, just amazing. And stuff yeah, like that. but yeah, I'll talk about All it. Right, we'll get we'll get it later. Uh, Mike, number six. My number six is Spider Man Homecoming. Yay! Homecoming. Nice. Uh, and so Spider Man is probably my second favorite Marvel character, and uh, so having him back in his own movie was a yeah. big deal in the MCU. And, uh, that was key. Yeah. And it was uh, it was just and I had my reservations about it and I, I still don't really like a lot of the high school scenes in the movie or that little click too much. But I think of the feel of the Peter of Peter Parker balancing real life and, oh, and Jim. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, this is this just happened. <laughs> uh, but Mike, they still got the the right theme of Peter Parker trying to establish this. Uh, no, I mean no, that's his character. Um but I, I did like this movie a lot. It was uh, it had a twist that I should have seen coming. I felt like it was real obvious after the fact, but I didn't see it beforehand. So when it happens, it's like oh, but it's just like oh, I was dumb. But it was a good twist. Um, yeah, yeah. Good good reintroduction to the character, and it was just a solid superhero movie that uh, brought back uh, some relevance to one of my favorite Marvel heroes who. Uh, had fallen on hard times with. Yeah. Not to say that twist though in the theater, like I, there was an audible "oh yeah. shit." Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, Michael Keaton really was was a great villain. Uh, it's funny that now that he's a little older, like his face has morphed into Jack Nicholson's. Yep. Yeah, that. a little bit. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Yep, can see it. All right, uh, Tony, your number six. My number six is Guardians of the Galaxy two. Uh, and this, yeah, this is a little hard, uh, and I, I think Corey would agree with me on this one, but I like the second one just a little bit better than the first one. Uh, first one uh, wouldn't also be an honorable mention, but the second one, um, you know, just took what we had established of the Guardians and kind of, you know, threw a little wrench in the mix. There's, like, obviously some, some drama because, you know, when you have that many people living together in a short, confined space, I mean, you're going to get on each other's nerves, uh, and there's going to be conflict, um, intention, and all that stuff. But what I really appreciate about this movie is that it expanded the universe, uh, first of all, for, for the Marvel stuff with the Celestials and, um, you know, Ego as a planet and everything like that. Uh, we got some Infinity uh, Stone stuff, but uh, for me, it was like the really the character moments uh, between it, like between Peter and Ego, between um, Nebula and Gamora, uh, between Drax and uh, Mantis, like, and, and Rocket and everybody else, where just, like, you have these awesome moments about these people who are all flawed, deeply flawed individuals, um, and yet somehow they make it work, because, you know, that's that's how real life is a lot of times. You have people, uh, either friends or family, that, you know, you're not a perfect person. You're, you know, your friends or your family aren't perfect, but you, you have to stick together, because that's that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, was, that was it for me. And then uh, I forgot to even mention, like, um, you know, Peter and... Um, Yondo. Yondo. Oh, I mean, right. yeah. that guy was such a, like... In Guardians yeah, of Galaxy 1, he was such a, like... Yeah, to, to me, yeah, exactly. It was <laughs> a great moment. But he was such a one-dimensional, like, okay, yeah, like, whatever. Uh, it's fucking, what's his name from Walking Dead? But, like, 2 just made him, like, such deeper, because he had this, like, again, this relationship where he, like, 
kind of was pissed at Quill, but at the same time, like, he, he has a soft spot for him, kind of like, you know, Mando and, and Baby Yoda and stuff like that, where it's like, father, but right, but daddy boy. Yep, exactly. And that is so, like, that, that, that line right there is, like, the epitome of, like, that movie for me, because it's, like, you know, Peter's looking for, you know, his meaning of, of his of his birth and, you know, to, I, I guess going for another intergalactic space uh, adventure of recent uh, times. But, you know, he, he's given that and he's like, he rejects it. He's like, well, I don't want that. You know, you kill my mom, you know, and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, you're right. Like, Yondo was my dad and stuff like that. And just like that last sequence and how they yeah, got. Just, just even the um, realization of that aspect too, yeah. where he's like, you know, he thinks he's got everything he wants now. He's like, yeah. but it's all facade because yeah. it, 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 there's no meaning. There's no like emotional meaning behind it all because it's all just ego trying to use him for his own purposes instead of actually having feelings for him where, you know, he has this family now, which he yeah. didn't recognize because he was so like, you know, blinders on looking yeah. for this one specific Tunnel thing, vision. which he yeah. had. But he didn't realize it until he, you know, met up with his, you know, his father. But wasn't really his right. His reality shattered. His like, family. Quill, you're a Palpatine. Like, oh, <laughs> cool. That means nothing to me. It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's cool. cool. But right. fuck Baby Groot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got Baby Yoda, Baby Groot. I mean, it's obvious. Baby Yoda. Yeah. Taking and, and, and by this movie, he was annoying teenage Groot anyway. He was, he was emo, too emo. Yeah, sucked. Uh, Corey, your number six. My number six was Winter Soldier, my favorite Marvel MCU film. And like we mentioned, it's just changed the game as far as what you could, what you expected from, you know, uh, a superhero film. You know, they did like you were saying before, like earlier. It's like, you know, you you like these are the Mar. This is a superhero film. This was supposed to be. And then it's like, wait, you can make a superhero character and have like a, you know, crazy spy espionage film. And have it work and be cool and uh, be edgy. <laughs> like it was definitely uh, much the most mature film I think. Like as far as like pushing the boundaries of PG-13. I think it and, helps that you have a character that like actually like I know he like holds his own with like ridiculously powered characters, which mm-hmm. is which is great. But he also you know you send a SWAT team after him, he still has to like fight them kind of like a person. So. <laughs> I think are you talking about Winter Soldier or are you talking about Captain America? Either of them. <laughs> okay. No, because, I mean, that's the thing. is like, I, as far as villains go, like, Winter Soldier, I think, was one of the most, like, um, yeah, menacing, yeah. like, villains. He's like a Terminator. Yeah. yeah. No, and you saw him, like, oh, shit, like, what do we do? And uh, so that, this, yeah, this movie, again, is is still still my favorite of the Marvel films. Um, so it is the highest Marvel film on my list. Well, I have a Marvel film higher than you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, we're only doing our six. So this yeah, is it. This is part uh, one. Yeah, this is part, this one. Is part, part one. one. So, yeah, we're going to have some... I'm actually glad we're dividing this because there's going to be a little bit of overlap <laughs> starting next episode, and it gives us a little time to take a break and talk again about it later on. Uh, so, yeah, look for five through one coming uh, uh, next week too uh, we're gonna cool. do that uh you know i'm just saying we're wrapping it up mm-hmm. but uh so let's go through our top five uh mine's homecoming bottom, first. Uh, top, bottom our five. top ten, ten through six ten through six <laughs> homecoming deadpool rise of the planet of the apes the avengers and the raid were my top oh. well ten through six um mike yours was mine was guardians of the gag galaxy uh disaster artists spider-verse Winter Soldier, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Cool. And, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, and Tony, yours was uh, Toy Story Three, John Wick, The Social Network, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, and Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Okay. And, and uh, I had the Avengers slash Endgame, uh, uh-huh. Inception, Deadpool, The Raid, and Winter Soldier. So there's our uh, ten through six list of the of the decade for movies, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. We're gonna have, like I said, the five through one coming soon. Um, uh, Gamecast coming up as well. Check that out. We have a couple. Uh, we have bonus round. Uh, Mandalorian's coming out there, so check that out. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. You can write us podcast at allgeek.net. Follow us on Twitter, allgeek. Like us on Facebook. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. Join we'll us on Discord. Join um, us on Discord as well. We can probably get a link and share that through the episodes now. Mm-hmm. So we'll start doing that. Uh, we're on Spotify. We are. I double-checked it. We have stats. <laughs> People are downloading them there. Thank you for listening to us on Spotify. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah. See you guys soon. See you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>